Hey there, I'm Helen Ornelas, and I've been a life insurance, long-term care, and Medicare broker for over 20 years, helping thousands of clients during this time. I've come across all types of cases, questions, and calls from people who are in planning or in crisis and provided solutions. So welcome to the OnLive podcast with Helen Ornelas. Listen, you know as well as I do that taking care of important things in life is motivating, empowering, and even inspirational. You're thinking, what does this look like? If you're a business owner, executive, or someone who wants to know, what do I need to know about life events, how to prepare, where can I get help, you're in the right place. These life events will be coming your way, and you will receive these phone calls from your family, siblings, in-laws, grandparents, business partners, and friends. What calls do you think are coming my way? Let's find out. I'll be sharing stories, solutions from me, my clients, providers of service, and others that can help you now or in the future. We have the toolbox here on life, so if you're ready, let's get your toolbox loaded up. Welcome to On Life with Helen. This is Helen Ornelas, and today my guest is Lauren Bea. Lauren and I have served on the board for, I don't know, maybe about five years together for the Sacramento Association of Health Underwriters. Lauren has a lot of new things going on. She has uh, decided to go out on her own and start her own insurance agency, as well as take over for the Sacramento Association of Health Underwriters. So Lauren, we're really excited to hear your story today. So let's get started. Hey, Helen. I uh, I was just thinking before we started this that I'm like, oh, I feel like one of the celebrities I listen to on podcasts, like <laughs> my favorite is Conan O'Brien. And I'm like, I never thought I'd be interviewed on a podcast. So this is new for me. And thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate I know. Um, the nice thing is, is we've known each other over the last five or six years. We met on the Sacramento Association of Health Underwriters board. And just kind of, you know, gently got to know each other. But in the last, I don't know, year or so, we've really been able to kind of get to know each other better. So I'm super excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. And yes, it's exciting to tell my story as far as where I am today and where I've come from. So just a little bit about me. I started in the insurance industry in 2004. And I was down in Newport Beach, California, um, on the broker side and worked down there for about eight years um, for two different agencies. And then got married to my husband. We decided we wanted to buy a house. And, you know, in Orange County, it's not the cheapest place to live. So I decided to move back up here to Sacramento, which is where I'm from originally and had a great childhood growing up here and um convinced my husband that Sacramento wasn't just a cow town and right there are some hills in Sacramento <laughs> and you know I think it's a, a hidden gem um just close to so many things and great communities and family community so anyway moved up here in 2013 and um started uh with a carrier up here so it made a little change from broker to carrier when I came up here and um pretty much been on the carrier side of things until now, when I'm now switching back to the broker side and actually taking the leap to start my own agency. So um, super excited and a little scary to just jump into it and not have a paycheck right now and <laughs> get things going. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at currently. Um, just launching my my Benefits Bay is the name of my company. It's a little 
play on my last name. Um, and then also just, I'm someone that loves, loves the beach, loves the lake, loves the nice. water. So it's kind of like, you know, the bay. So a little cheesy, but it's. Oh, it's, who cares? I mean, it, it, you get to do whatever you want now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. So share with us a little bit about your journey because, you know, we all think about going out on our own and, and a lot of us do that, but it's not like you just wake up one day and say, oh, hey, tomorrow I'm going to start my own business and tell my, who I'm working for that I'm making this change. So uh, there's a lot of people out there that have done what you do and some people are thinking about it. So can you share with us a little bit about what that process was like for you? Yeah, it was, it's interesting because I think I always felt like I had to work in that secure job. Um, and it might be a little bit from my mom, you know, raising me and my sister as a single mom and feeling like she's got right. a secure job to work for the state and all of that. And so, but in the, in the back of my mind, we're always like, what if I just did this on my own? So I think COVID hit and, you know, I was, Stuck at home, homeschooling my two kids. Uh, or one was too little for school, but working full time from home. And I think I'm sort of part of that great resignation story right. where it made me step outside of myself and evaluate, like, is this what my life should look like? And um, as my kids are getting older, they're getting more into sports and activities and they're six and eight now. So I just felt like... I had I was just burning the candle from both ends as far as just this full time job and managing six people and lots of people to answer to and then also trying to be a good mom to my kids and um, I just kind of hit a point where I I felt like something needs to change what and just like I just really asked myself the hard questions like what do you want what do you want to be doing and I think overall I just decided I I want to be carving out a lot of time with my kids. I want to make sure I'm, I'm there for them and I'm participating in all the things they've got going on. And their school is really heavily parent involved and I want to go on the field trips. And, but I'm also that person that like has a lot of guilt if I have <laughs> time off and, um, right. you know, I have a field trip. I, my kid has a sporting event. And so I'm just, kind of at the point where I'm like, what can I do to, to create that balance that I think we're all looking for and um, decided, let just go for it. Just let's open an LLC file for it. And, you know, I've been working on setting everything up and kind of giving myself a year, see how, see how things go and reevaluate. But um, I'm also a person that I go a lot with what my gut is telling right. me. And, and if I don't, feel like something's fitting correctly for me. I sort of get physical ailments from that. My back will go out, my neck will go out, I'll have stomach aches. And um, so far with switching to this, I all I feel is excitement and freedom and sort of the sky is the limit and let's see what I can do. And uh, how and energizing. That. So, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So in making your change, have you found that that there are a lot of people there who are willing to support you. You know, that's probably one of the most, I don't, I wouldn't say shocking, but just surprising uh, things because you always kind of feel like, Oh, how are people going to take this? And are people going to want to help to support me or, or, you know, I am shocked by the people that have already stepped up to mentor me, to help 
helped me along the way. You know, some of these people are considered competitors and they're saying, here's what I did to set up my business. Helen, you have become a huge mentor to oh, me. Thank I you. am so appreciative to that. And went to lunch with another person the other day that just people are opening their arms and, and welcoming. And, and it's, I think a lot of it's related to being a part of Sahu. Right. Of help underwriters and all of the friendships I've made over the years, being on the board there and just being involved in the activities we've got going on, like the crab feed and all of that. And it's just, like I said, like, I feel like Sacramento is this special gem of a place that it's a really tight knit community insurance professionals. And it doesn't feel like people are just hoarding and, you know, keeping their secrets. Yeah. Safe. It's like everybody's willing to share and there's lots of business out there. And, you know, it's just, it's wanting to do the best for your clients and by sharing information, making sure, are you doing this for your client? Cause you should be and all of that, as opposed to, Oh, you're not doing that. I'm going to step in and do it, take it away. You know, that kind of thing. So yeah, I've, I've been just so thankful for how much help and guidance I've had so far especially not working for a company anymore where you have just the built-in right. <laughs> stuff off of. So yeah, you, you, uh, it, you feel a little lonely, but it doesn't have to be lonely. Being with uh, Sahu is a great opportunity to have, you know, if you have a problem, you can just like look in the roster and say, okay, who can I call and, and ask them? And, you know, I started back in 2013 on my own and I would have never been this successful without the relationships at Sahu and just knowing who I could reach out to competitor mm -hmm. or not. I mean, it's human nature to want to help and mm -hmm. everyone has a different personality. Right. And so there's plenty for everybody. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it really is. That's the other thing I, I'm learning is that if I'm just myself and I just tell people what I'm doing, people want to help and they want to say, Oh, I don't need, your help right now, but I know so-and-so does. And right. it's, I guess I look back now and I'm like, why was I so scared to take this leap? But I think I just had to be ready for it. I had to be in the right place in my life and to be motivated to take the leap. So yeah, I well, COVID, I think did that for a lot of people. I think we've all learned that there's a different way to live, to work and play and be in our relationships and how we present ourselves and I give you a lot of credit for taking that leap. I know now three women in the last 14 months, maybe even four, that have decided that they're going to um, work for themselves and, and carve out a life that works for them. And uh, I think that's super, super exciting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, tell me, what are you enjoying most about your time now? So I know that uh, you're getting to interact with your kids a little bit more and yeah, maybe share one or two things that you're just makes you happy now that you're working on your own. I think just waking up and knowing that I am my own boss and I have control over my day and, and you know, I have my to-do list that, that I'm going to tackle and what am I going to add to it? And there's just something so freeing about that, even though I'm kind of in the same pattern where I, you know, get the kids up and get them off to camp. And then I'm back here at my desk with my coffee and you know, like I was before, but there's, there's just a different feeling of what am I going to do? And this is all just to, to start building. And uh, there's so many directions I can take it that right now I just need to kind of 
narrow down my focus, figure out which direction I want to go. But I just, I feel just excited when I wake up and um, just ready to go. And then yeah, yesterday, like the kids had a play date to go bowling with some friends at two o'clock. And so I just stopped work and <laughs> the bowling got, you know, and I can do those types of things. But then I come back and, you know, at five o'clock, I'm answering emails again. So I'm kind of just working around the kids, but also getting things done and you know, using my mornings to really hammer out a lot. And yeah, it just, it just, yeah, it's amazing good. how much you can get done in a couple hours when you're super focused, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't have those pressures of, you know, you have your own pressure that you put on yourself, but mm-hmm. the quality time you can spend with your kids and your family when in the middle of the day, right? You don't have to worry about, you know, what does my boss think or these eight people that are waiting for me to get back. And exactly. How do your kids feel? I mean, do they see a difference or do they notice that you're spending more time with them? I think they definitely do. I actually also picked up refereeing basketball in the Oh, fun. Um, For another, like, I think COVID just made me so hunkered down that I'm like, I have to get back out among people. And that's actually where I get the most guilt from my kids now is when I put that referee shirt on and I'm walking out the door, at, you know, to work some games in the evening. And they're like, no, like you just worked last night or, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think I'm like, guys, I'm home with you all day now. Like, right. I stop and we go do stuff and we go swimming. And so I think it's just, it's the mom guilt that's. Oh, how funny. They just want you around 24 seven, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, you don't say that to dad. You're not like, <laughs> to work all day. And they're like, but you're our mom. So oh, nice. Always <laughs> <laughs> fighting off the guilt. Oh, well, you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll get over that. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, when you work for yourself, you know, I call it the solopreneur where, you know, you're, you're wearing all the hats and getting it all done. And I'm just curious, is there anything in working with a company or agency that you miss that you need to kind of figure out? Cause I know, you know, there is some security and, and, and all of that, but then you're like, Oh, I love this freedom over here. So I know sometimes you have the battle in the brain, right? Right. Yeah. There's definitely a lot more you have to be managing as far as, you know, the banking and the money coming in and going out and compliance things and making sure you're in compliance and, setting everything up and you know like all of a sudden I'm like I need to create a marketing flyer for myself or a marketing department I could just say hey can you make this flyer (laughs) now it's like oh I gotta figure that out so IT right yeah I do feel like there's you are wearing a lot of hats but it's you know I'm kind of doing it in my own time and so thankful for a husband that supports me and taking these steps to build it up, but not putting pressure on me. Like when I have 50 clients already, you know, like, Oh, that's great. Yeah. You have some breathing room. Yeah. So, but I also just still motivated to to get going. Was it a a long conversation with your husband when you started talking about going on your own? Like, did he get kind of nervous or, you know, was he pretty much like, Hey babe, just go do whatever you need to do. It definitely was months long of, going back and forth and and then creating a really like tight budget and right talking about how we need to cut back here and cut back there and and still just being very careful with our spending and but it's made it like I don't need to be such a consumer I feel like I was buying myself 
stuff just because I was like, no, nah, I want that new bag. Right. I didn't, and then I'm not leaving the house because COVID, you know, you're just right. home all day. So I'm like, why am I just spending money to spend it? So it's, we're much more strategic in how we spend our money, just budgeting and, um, you know, the inflation stuff going on right now. I'm like, that's not helping. <laughs> that's even more of a motivator. Well, like, yeah, okay, we're kind of all in that same boat right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you become a business owner, at least for me, you know, you really kind of become smarter all the way around, or you just look at everything differently. When yeah. it's your money, you're writing that check, you're paying for that service. You're like, wow, am I really going to get what I expect out of it? Right. Yeah. Just all the little things like I keep getting a pop up that says my Google Drive storage is full and I'm like okay I guess I need to buy more storage and like how much is that going to cost and you know, you're just paying attention to every little cost but I know you need to put money into the business to in order to grow it and right. have those systems in place to to be able to you know multiply uh, your efforts so I'm working on that little by little nice so I'm excited to, I hope I can come back in like a year or two from now oh, and be absolutely. on your podcast and talk you, about where I'm at then and compare it to this podcast. 100% because anyone who's had a business has sat in your chair that you're in today, right? Taking that mm-hmm. leap. And, you know, it's a leap of faith, right? And there's good days, there's bad days. It's like, oh, I'm so happy I'm doing this. And there's like, oh my God, why did I ever do this? But you will never regret it. That's right. That's my hope. Yeah, I'll look back and just be like, I am so glad I did that. And yeah, I already feel it with the kids because with them already being six and eight, like double oh, that yeah. time, but they're out of the house. And I just want to not look back and be like, I was working so hard all the time that I never hardly saw them. So yeah, it's yeah, I just feel so thankful for where I'm at right now. I, I feel really happy. Oh, I'm so happy. So Lauren, tell us a little bit about where you're going, what uh, clients you're looking for, what services you're offering, because, you know, people will be looking at this uh, podcast, you know, for the next 12 months, because we'll, we'll keep getting it out there and then we'll get you back on. But for yeah. right now, why don't you share with people what you're looking for and, and what services you offer? Yes. So most of my career I've spent in the group market. So I've done a lot with employers both on the broker side and the carrier side. So the group market, um, I, you know, I'm kind of looking to work with just those smaller clients and, and be a broker that will serve maybe some of the underserved small groups that just don't get a lot of attention. And since I'm hungry to bring some on, I, I'm hoping to give them great service. I'm also moving into the Medicare space, which I've learned a lot from yeah. Helen already. And yeah, you know, just, I talking to my mom and seeing all of her baby boomer generation right. friends aging into Medicare. And I just think there's huge need for somebody to just be there as a resource to help, you know, these Medicare people find the right plan for them. So, um, and yeah, I, I, I know a lot of brokers that don't want to even get into that. Space. Right. So I feel like it's, it help it's fitting because I'm not, I'm not looking to go work with huge employers and I'm, you know, so I'm looking to just work with like the smaller employers and then be a Medicare resource to a lot of the broker friends I have in the industry as well. They want somebody that they can refer 
you know, a Medicare person too that they trust and hoping right. to consider me for that. So Yeah, you know, being a Medicare expert is such a service to the community because people are so heavily marketed. They, they don't understand what's going on. They, you know, commercials, stuff in the mail and to be able to be a really good resource and help people through that. Um, I, you know, I do it. I know you're doing it. It's just a great community service and to help people get what they need at the right time. And I know you're going to be amazing at it. The other thing is, is that we need the younger generation to participate in it. Um, you know, we need that next level agent because as agents like myself, I mean, I don't plan on going anywhere soon, but in the next 10, 15, 20 years, there's going to be a lot of people that need some help because, you know, agents my age are going to be retiring and doing other things, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. And that's where, you know, I just, I see my mom helping her friends with, you know, sometimes they, or she has one friend that is having some memory problems and finding the right place to live for her in assisted living. And I just think there's, there's going to be a a big need for that. And I hope to connect with um, those types of homes to also be a resource. Like, have you tried this? Have you tried that over here? You know, like just being a resource to help these people because right now my mom's stepping in and she's 75 and she's helping her, you know, 78 year old friend. And it's, yeah, that can be overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to be able to help the community like that. And and just knowing that it's, you know, it's becoming a big population that will need the help and the guidance. So Lauren, when you say that you're looking for uh, small to medium groups, what size specifically, just so that our listeners know, what size groups that you're most interested in serving right now? I would say anywhere from two to 300, kind of the small to mid market. Great. And that's what I've spent the last 18 years working with. In my last job, I worked with more school districts and cities and counties. So obviously that takes a huge team to operate and so but it was great to get all of you know so I feel like I have the knowledge from all size groups just from working on these huge county accounts all the way down to the two life account right you know I'm aware of all the pitfalls of the different size groups where they need to be with their clients and all that so yeah I'm glad that you brought up that you've been around for 18 years so I want to make sure our listeners understand that you know this is not your first rodeo that you're just taking your knowledge and doing it for yourself and bringing really good service and opportunities to your community. So I'm glad that you brought that up again. Cause I, you know, sometimes people misunderstand, Oh, you're going out on your own. Like it's your first day. Right. But yeah. my gosh, you're almost at 20 years already being in this industry. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of this, like I hit 40 and I'm just like, I can do this, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of a, why not try? instead of looking back and regretting never trying. And, you know, if I can grow the business to where I'm, I'm creating jobs for right. the next generation below me. And you know, I already have dreams of like creating the four day work week. And because on the insurance broker side, when I worked down in Newport beach, we had like a 980 schedules every other Friday off. And I love that yeah. so much. Like, I never wanted to leave that company because I loved that schedule. And so just creating, you know, things that you're giving back to your employees by rewarding them with 
what works for them. And I know I've heard you say for your employee, oh gosh, your schedule, like you've got kids and do what you need to do with your kids. But you know, I know you're getting the job done. And I feel like that's, that's kind of the future for us. Like we can work at home right now working and it doesn't have to be that the old nine to five in the office. I mean, yeah. I, I just work off of trust. And if I know you and I trust that you'll get the job done and you're smart, right. you know what you're saying, come work for me. And if you send an email at nine o'clock at night, I don't care. I mean, you're still getting the job done. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to kind of be that future of, of the forward thinking and fitting the work-life balance in uh, so that you feel happy in your job and you're also happy because you're getting that time of your yeah, if you think about it, back in the day, farmers and blacksmith and other people that had jobs and ran businesses, I mean, you know, before the industrial kind of revolution, they worked their own schedule and they still got it done, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know that it's really super healthy to do this 40 hour a week grind where you're just a prisoner in your job. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean- I- I'm not a fan. I mean, I never have been a fan of that. And so I'm glad that uh, you and a lot of the business owners that I talked to today are really looking to provide this blend, not only for themselves, but for their employees that they onboard in the future. Right. When you feel trusted as an employee, you want to give more. Yeah. Oh, you your employer, like, I'm not taking advantage of this. And so this level of trust that you have between each other that just generates the the energy you need to get the job done because you know in some of the jobs I've had I, I see people where they just they feel trapped in their cubicle and they end up like you know on the on the internet just watching YouTube and not trying very hard because <laughs> they're just like sitting there like uh, you know like they've lost all motivation yeah gosh it's so sad because you know I think people when they wake up in the morning they want to do something they want to contribute and uh, and they want to feel good so. Um, Yes. Yeah. So Lauren, any closing statements before we close out this episode? And we will most certainly have you on a year from now because we'd love to hear about your successes and share it with other business owners. Yes. I Well, I just want to add that I am also following in your footsteps and becoming the executive director of the Sacramento Association of Health Underwriters. So still getting to be fully involved with SAHU, which I think is just like the, the heart of our industry. Yes here in Sacramento. And um, I'm so excited to be taking that on. And thank you for teaching me the ropes. And oh, 100%. Um, so grateful to pass the baton and, and be around for any help that you need in the future on this. Yes, thank yeah. you. So yeah, I guess closing statements are just, uh, you know, to anyone that may relate to the, the great resignation is don't, don't stay stuck. If you feel stuck and listen to your gut or follow your gut. I also go by goosebumps if something feels right or it feels good. I get goosebumps, like, you know, so right. a really good story or something that just touches you. And I, I kind of, my saying is I chase those goosebumps. I just, you know, going after what makes me feel excited and, and happy in life. And um, so, you know, if you're feeling a certain way, just know that you can change that. There's never a day where you can't make a change for something that will make your life better. So Uh, well said. Thanks. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lauren. This is going to be the end of our episode with Lauren Beha. And thank you, Lauren. And we will get you on the calendar for next year because I know people are going to be interested in hearing about uh, 
how successful you were over the, la- the next 12 months. Thank you. I'm excited to see where I'll be at. All right. Take good care. Thank you, too. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of On Life with Helen Ornelas podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already subscribed, rated, and reviewed on your favorite podcast player, please do. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly, helen at ornellasinsurance.com, H-E-L-E-N at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S insurance.com. In closing, this podcast is dedicated to all who believe in preparing for the future and beyond. Beyond.